Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to uh, this afternoon's podcast. I started this podcast this morning and um, kind of went off on a tangent and I ended up doing another podcast, which I will upload at a later date um it needs a little bit more editing than this one um so uh you guys know i talk a lot about the health wealth prosperity gospel and how it is a false gospel it is not the true gospel anything you add to the gospel it makes it a false gospel so um and so i wanted to do a podcast on that and i didn't actually intend on doing that today it was kind of ironic that on my way to church on sunday i've been kind of talking about this here lately there was another church that uh, I attended years and years and years ago, like a long time ago. Um, and um, uh, his son now has the church and they've changed the name and they've moved the church and all this other stuff. And it's a prosperity, health, wealth, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it church. And I tune in on Sundays just to see, you know, if they've changed at all, because I love them. Uh, I love uh, Jeremy and I love his wife and I love the people of that church. Um, I have several friends that go to church there, and so um, I love them very much. And so the podcast that I will be uploading um, about this, you know, at a later date, probably either tonight or maybe tomorrow, um, is not done in any way um, as as to be critical, judgmental, or anything like that. It's strictly from the Bible. And so, I, I, you know, people need to know what's going on in the world today. Now, I know headlines are very important in how they point people back to the Bible. If you saw my desk right now, you would see that I have one, two, three, four, five open Bibles, study Bibles on my desk and two more on my other desk, on my study desk. And so and that's in preparation for this podcast that I'll be talking about, the Health, Wealth, Prosperity Gospel, and how they manipulate scriptures um, to fit their needs, right? You know, how to, how to get people to bring in the money. Show me the money. And God's going to blah, 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 right? Um, and so I did include this in one of the books that I wrote. Um, it's um, um, The Remnant Believers, or uh, the paperback is uh, The Last Days Remnant Believers. Um, the Kindle version is just Remnant Believers. But um, anyway, and I included that in there, but I didn't go into in-depth on it. And I think I will write another, like, like a little booklet, maybe, if you will. Um, you know, a quick book um, on the prosperity gospel and what they, how they manipulate scriptures. Okay, but there's a lot of more pressing things going on. Um, well, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that, that's pretty pressing too, because people need to know. They need to know the truth. And there's not a lot of pastors um, in their congregations right now warning warning them. Now, Pastor Billy Crone, uh, Brother Spencer Smith, John MacArthur, there's plenty of them out there, you know, making their voices known. But um, if you don't watch these pastors and preachers, and if you just go to your little Sunday church, like what I will talk about on this upcoming podcast, um, then you're going to know, uh, hey, you're, you really won't know. You won't know unless you really know the Word of God, unless you saturate yourself in the Word of God, because they use the Word of God. Oh, yeah, they, they preach that Word of God, but they manipulate the Word of God. And you guys always hear me say, they'll make merchandise of you. That's old King James Version. You know, that's, uh, that's what they say. They'll make merchandise of you. And I don't want anybody that listens to this podcast be used like that. I don't want anybody that listens to this podcast be suckered like that. Um, I want people to know the truth. And I want people 
to know Jesus and the truth that Jesus will set you free. Um, no amount of faith is going to spark a uh, Cadillac in your driveway. Okay, it's, it's like they use it as like some, oh, I don't know, some some formula like, you know, but it's not that. And I, I just want to preface all that before I get into today's podcast with headlines with I, I'm not doing it to be mean or to be spiteful or anything. I do it out of love. I love them very much. And two of my very best, my very best friend um, I love dearly goes to that church and I feel guilty because uh, I brought them to that church, but it wasn't that church when I brought them. It was um, his father's church. And um, they, he wasn't, Pastor Ricky wasn't like that in the beginning, but he kind of slowly went that way. And so I left that church, you know, way back when. And a huge shout out to Jan Markell for all of her help back then in the, I think it was like 2007 or so. Um, 2008, I had emailed her. I found her um, radio station, Understanding the Times Radio, way back when. And I used to manage a place. And so um, I had plenty of time to listen to radio stations and search the net. And I mean, I'll tell you how green I was. I didn't even know what YouTube was back then. My district manager had to tell me what YouTube was. I was like, oh, wow, you know. So that'll tell you how green I was. I just read books and Bibles and stuff. I didn't know about all that kind of stuff. <laughs> But um, anyway, so I heard a radio station. Oh, my gosh. And so um, I had reached out to her and asked her for some help, you know, because I knew something was wrong. And some of these books that they were telling us to read, like the Holy Spirit was just telling me, like, this is this is not biblical. And so I knew, you know, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you don't need somebody necessarily to tell you, hey, hey, the shack, that's wrong. You know, the, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you, I hope, I hope, you know. And so anyway, I had reached out to her and um, she took the time, you know, to explain to me and talk to me and, um, you know, via email. And I'm so thankful to her for that. And so um, that's why I always, always tell you guys, hey, go to Understanding the Times Radio, go to olivetreeviews.org, listen uh, to her radio podcast, go through all the resources that she has on her website, go through all their archives because she's got great pastors and teachers and authors and men and women of God on her program and so she runs a phenomenal ministry there and she's you know she's just she's uh she doesn't do the um bible prophecies conferences anymore now um her um i think it's is it mark i want to say let me go back over here to understanding the times radio um if you don't if you haven't gone there go to olivetreeviews.org olivetreeviews i have to type in o <laughs> on uh, my little browser bar and boom, it automatically pulls it up. They know where I'm going. Um, but at Mark Henry Ministries, I'm sorry, it's Mark Henry Ministries. So he now, he has taken over that for her. Um, but just remember, folks, she had the largest Bible prophecy. It was once a year, usually in October, September, October, I think. And it was it many, many thousands of people from around the world came and they still do now that mark henry managed but now if you know there's a lot of bible prophecy conferences going on everywhere and praise god for that because people need to know um people need to know that the world that we are living in are we are living in the end days and folks it has been the end days since jesus christ ascended to heaven okay but he told us of the signs and what what the what the world would look like right before his second coming and um, the Bible has a lot to say about prophecy. 27% to be exact uh, of the Bible. It's almost a third of the Bible. So I think it's pretty important. 
And um, I'm going to read to you guys. Uh, there is, if I can find it underneath all this stuff here. Hold on. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know what? I, I'm going to have to hunt for it. Um, but it's um, prophecies that Jesus fulfilled while he was here. And then there's another list of prophecies um, that he has yet to fulfill that he's going to when he comes back. And so I, we do this podcast, people who study eschatology, we do this, we shout out, we try to warn the people, try to warn the world, not necessarily believers, because you guys know, you see the world, you read your Bible, you understand, but people who don't, people who are not believers, people who are living in this world and seeing all the anti-Semitism and what is going on. Uh, in Germany and in Paris and places like this where they are painting the Star of David on buildings where Jewish folks live, like we're back in Nazi Germany. Folks, history repeats itself because, it's, you know, if you don't learn from it, you're doomed to repeat it. And there's a lot of wickedness going on. And folks, we will talk about headlines today that talk about that. Um and uh, I think that's important. I think that's more important to talk about right now for me because I can get this podcast up pretty fast. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to open up some headlines here for you guys. If you're not following Amir I'm on his Telegram page, please do. Just know there are graphic images on there. And if you can't handle it, please uh, preface that. Please brace yourself for that. And just you don't have to. You can scroll through it. Um, anyway, we'll talk about a little bit about that. Um, and, um, how the world is like, you know, they said they would turn it all back around against Israel. They're wanting Israel to do this, um, ceasefire and Netanyahu says, no, we're not. And, uh, praise God that he's not because they need to go in and dig out Hamas like the splinter that they are pus filled splinter that they are folks. We also need to pray for these people because God you know, send a son into the world to die for them. And so we have to remember we are in a spiritual battle. We are. Um, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, um, but against principalities and those high places and wickedness. And so we need to pray that the people of Hamas, that uh, this terrorist group, that they would be saved, that the Lord Jesus would save them. Because um, the only one that's going to change, because, you know, uh, you have to be satanically driven, demonically possessed to do the things that they have done, to commit the horrific atrocities that they have committed. And so um, I, I have pulled up some some pictures, you know, the BBC and all these things that have posted all of this stuff. And I have zoomed in on these, these terrorist faces and stuff. And they, you know, they just... I don't know, folks. It's just straight up wickedness, but we're going to talk about it. So the Jewish community is waking up to the dangerous left. It's from the WND. It says, uh, and things like the anti-Israel sentiment in the Democratic Party that's always increasing, as well as former President Obama's uh, calamitous Iran deal and the anti-Semitism uh, from people like Congresswoman um, all about the Benjamins, Elian Omar. It's getting harder and harder for us to understand how so many Jewish Americans can still align themselves with the Democrats. And I totally agree there. I don't understand how that, um, how they do that. But maybe this would be an absolute wake up call. I pray. I pray so. Um, we will talk a little bit about uh, Vladimir Putin turns on Netanyahu as he sees Israel as Russia's enemy. 
Mm-hmm. It's by Charles or Charlie Bradley. I apologize. Charlie Bradley was posted on the 30th of October. You can find that at the eexpress.com. And we will also run through a little bit of um, God's grand finale. End Times Expert says churches know a little of the side of Jesus in Revelation. We'll talk about that. That's muy importante right now. That is by Michael Grubowski, uh, mainline church editor for the ChristianPost.com. And you know him, you love him. He is my favorite. Yes, indeedy. You know it. It's Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. Go show Leo some love. Why are Western leaders so eager to go to war with nuclear armed Russia and China? It's about the population, stupid, he says. With AI and robots, Israeli historian and WEF mouthpiece asks, what do we need so many humans for? Hmm, we'll talk about that. Folks, mm-mm-mm. so violence and extremism, extremism, I'm sorry, these things happen to a society that calls evil good and good evil. It's by Hal Lindsey, find at harbingersdaily.com, posted on the 30th of October. And the road to another Holocaust is being paved with wokeness and apathy by Oliver Melnick. Harbinger's Daily posted the 30th of October. We're going to definitely talk about that today. So, folks, uh, we have a lot to talk about today. And uh, I want to bring up on October the 7th, 1,400 men, women, children, and babies were murdered by Hamas terrorists who went door-to-door butchering entire families. There is now an interactive map which provides a comprehensive representation of the atrocities committed by Hamas on that day. And you can go there. Um, it's actually um, www.october7, the number 7.org forward slash. Folks wicked idf forces attacked and eliminated a squad that planned to launch an anti-tank missiles into israeli territory also anti-tank fire was fired a short time ago at two idf posts on the southern border of lebanon the idf is now responding by firing at the sources of the fire we will continue this happened this morning early this morning And uh, Europe is waking up to the reality that the millions of Muslims they uncontrollably allowed inside are now teaming up with the anarchist left and threaten their governments. The only official friends Israel has today among European governments are Hungary, Austria, and the Czech Republic. America is also going to fill the Muslim radical left combined force very soon. That was by Amir Sarfati. He posted that this morning about 7.58 a.m. And then we have the British opposition leader is attacked by a part of his party for standing by Israel and opposing a ceasefire and backing the Israeli response. Folks, if you could see this, this is crazy. They are wicked, wicked. And here, listen to this, folks. If, if you don't think this war is getting bigger and bigger over in the Middle East and what it has biblical prophecy um, written all over it, um, let's listen to this. So the official spokesperson of the Armed Forces, Brigadier General Yayi Sari, quote, 
Out of a sense of religious, moral, humanitarian, and national responsibility, we are responding to the demands of our Yemeni people and the demands of free peoples and to provide relief to our people in Gaza. It was necessary for the Yemeni armed forces to fulfill their duty by relying on God and triumphing over oppression, the history of the dear Palestinian people. Our armed forces launched a large barrage of ballistic and cruise missiles and a large number of drones at various targets in Israel. So in large, huge, giant letters, listen to me now, Iran officially started a war with Israel. So suspects shot a short time ago at an IDF post on the Lebanese border. Also, mortar bomb launches from Lebanese territory were detected, which fell in open areas in the Tel Hai area. In response, the IDF attacked military infrastructure of the terrorist organization Hezbollah and responded by shooting at the sources of the shooting. Folks, you can watch this video if you want to go check out Amir's Telegram page. And uh, it just shows them bombing them like, I mean, precisely. And folks, this is going to break your heart. And this is what caused me to want to do this podcast today. When I saw this, I was scrolling back through Amir's page, his Telegram page, and I saw this and I just couldn't, I couldn't. So we're going to talk about it. This is France. Policemen take down posters of abductees. Weakness, weaknesses invites more attacks. So here you have these police officers. They're in France. uh, Peeling down the posters of the abductees. The 25th attack October, uh, since October 17th. Uh, the 25th attack since October the 17th, the U.S. military shot, dr- shot down drones over an American base in Iraq. And the Palestinian reports at least 50 dead in the Jabalia refugee camp. Smells like blowing up an event, it says. At 1432, the Shahab News Agency reported on casualties in the attack on the house of the Mossad uh, family in a residential quarter in the Jabalia refugee camps. It goes on to say, since then, under the leadership of the Palestinian Ministry of Health in Gaza, it is evident that the death tolls have been inflated. Listen, folks, have been inflated with the cooperation of many Palestinian channels that shout massacre. According to officials at the Palestinian Ministry of Health, this is a massacre in the style of Al-Ali Hospital. They adhere to their version that Israel killed hundreds of Palestinians there. He says, this event is worth paying attention to. The Palestinians are looking for such things in order to leverage them in the international media. In the attached photo is the scene of the incident, according to the claim of the Palestinian channel, smells like a Palestinian exaggeration, and that it is, folks. And so uh, what they learned, and with a lot of investigation, and didn't take very long to figure it out, but it was one of their own rockets that they shot towards... Israel that um, misfired and uh, hit their own hospital. So, um, oh, it was Israel. No, it was yourself. And so, uh, I want to post this as well. I don't want to talk about this. And I I wish that I could, I I could do video on Podbean. I mean, it's possible you can do that, but I mean, is anybody really going to watch it? I mean, is it worth me, you know, paying for that? You guys let me know. Send me an email or, or, hey, put a comment on this podcast let me know what you think i don't know if you can comment on spotify itunes but you can't on podbean so i mean i don't know but anyway so here we have uh model camellia deterre d-e-t-e-r-r-e i don't know she's uh ripped by elite i guess it says compares the jewish nation to nazi germany 
According to the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism, such comparisons are seen as Holocaust inversion and are deemed anti-Semitic. And here she is right here. Um, she's got Nazis and she's got Israel on the other side. And um, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not even going to read. I'm not even going to. I am not even going to give her any airtime because I'm, I'm just not. But if you follow that, I would get out of there. Um, here we have this held hostage, Naomi Levy. So this is on October 7th. Hamas uploaded a video of a young woman with bloody pants being dragged from the back of a Jeep into the back seat uh, as Palestinians jeered around her, folks. These are not just the Hamas. These are all of the Palestinians being dragged through their streets. This is what they're doing. These are the people. That was Naomi. She's a 19-year-old Israeli who studied diplomacy and chemistry and recently began her military service in the IDF. Nama uh, has endured unimaginable horrors. Please add your voice and help bring this girl home. She's 19 years old. So, folks, that's just to give you a, a, a taste of what's going on. And here's the Lebanese report from the Lebanese border about an Israeli response to a target. You see them blowing it up. Um, there's more sirens in Tel Aviv. That was 11:28 this morning. And so... Um, here's Hezbollah. Here's a video that they um, have released. And it says Hezbollah released a new teaser with their leader, Hassan Nasrallah. Uh, according to them on Friday at 3 p.m., he will deliver a speech, most likely following the ground entry of the IDF into Gaza. Nasrallah will, quote, declare war like the Houthis did in Yemen. And he says, I must emphasize that in recent polls, most Lebanese are against this move. Folks. This is Amir Sarfati's telegram page. I'm uh, referencing. And so one thing, just really quick, one last thing before we get into some more of these headlines is IDF spokesperson. This is this morning. Let me scroll it down. This was released at 1243 p.m. Uh, my time, I guess, here in uh, the United States. So IDF spokesperson. The IDF forces under the command of uh, the, let me scroll down, uh, the Givati Brigade took control of a Hamas military stronghold in West Jabalia in the north of the Gaza Strip in ground operations today. Approximately 50 terrorists were eliminated. At the same time, ground forces throughout the Gaza Strip continued their activities to counter terrorism. Infantry and armored forces under the command of the Givadi Brigade operated in the last day in a military stronghold of the terrorist organization, um, it says Hamas in the northern Gaza Strip. In activities throughout the Gaza Strip during the day, the fighters eliminated about 50 terrorists. It says the stronghold is located in western Jabalia and is used by the commander of the Hamas uh, Jabalia Battalion uh, for training and preparation for terrorist operations and their execution. There are shooting infrastructures and terror tunnels in the place that are used, among other things, for the terrorists to move to the coastal area. Also, the stronghold has many weapons used by the terrorists. During the fighting in the stronghold, the forces fought battles with terrorists and killed many of them. Aircraft killed more terrorists. Um, the forces in the field located in the, located in destroyed tunnel shafts, weapons and military equipment. In addition, the fighters in the field located intelligence material in the compound. At the end of the activity, the forces took control of the compound. And so... A lot of things going on. Here's um, a Houthi missile landed today in Jordanian territory. According to some sources, it was intercepted in Jordanian territory. So a um, lot of stuff happening, folks. Please, please don't sleep on this. Stay engaged. Pray for the peace of Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That is, we're praying for the Lord Jesus to come. 
So, you know, we need to, to stay in prayer. Don't, uh, you know, don't, don't give up. Keep praying. Don't, don't let like westernized quote unquote Christianity, um, take you away. Cause you know, don't let like a, what was the Bible? Don't let the cares of this world pull you away from what really matters of what's really important right now. That is telling people about the gospel, telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ, telling them that the days are here and you want to go in the rapture. You don't want to be here for the tribulation because it's not going to be a pretty time. It's going to be horrific. And folks, I can't stress it enough. The days are short. Jesus said, when you see these things begin to happen, begin folks, begin, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. That means Christ is coming soon. And he is coming soon. And what can you not do in heaven that you can do here? What? Well, you can't tell people about Jesus when you're in heaven. Because we all know Jesus. We're in heaven. Today is a day of salvation. Today is a day to get out there and tell people about the Lord Jesus. How much he loves them. Wants them to come to him in repentance and ask for his salvation. Today is a day, guys. I'm telling you, everything everything is happening so fast. We're going to continue. I'm going to continue. And um, I tell you what, uh, Islamized, Islamized Europe, Afghanistan, uh, no Lisbon, Portugal today. Right here, folks. It is, just makes me, just hurts my heart. But then you want to say, this is open borders for you. This is what happens. This is what happens when you invite all these people into your country um, without doing background checks and without vetting them and all this. If you just let them pour in. I guess Europe's figuring that out in the United States, probably figuring it out pretty soon. Well, we, most of us that live here, we know that. Anyway, so we're going to move on. Um, a lot of stuff going on. And, and, and I'm just telling you, I, uh, here is the rise in anti-Semitic cases right here. So the UK, 1,351% rise in anti-Semitic cases. Germany's 240% rise. South Africa, 720% rise. And Austria, 300% rise in anti-Semitic cases. But the big thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is what I saw. And I'm going to scroll down here because um, uh, there are very, very disturbing images on here. And so, uh, and it does say warning disturbing. So I'm not going to, I'm not even, I, I can't look. I don't want to see it. But uh, here's Noah Englander and Noam Ephraim. Uh, the young couple was murdered by Hamas terrorists at the Desert Music Festival on October the 7th. They died in each other's arms. And so we have that. And there's one that talks about whether uh, the parents were killed in front of their children. Um, you know, uh, I just, I can't, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna, um, I, I just won't, I won't talk about that. But I did, if I'm gonna scroll on down here, if I can find it, you guys, he posts, woo, I quite a bit here. Um, oh man, I guess I bypassed it. Um, and it was today. Um, but it talked about um, the Star of David, how they're um, putting them on buildings. And I think it was in France. It was over in the UK. And it's like basically like like Germany, like Nazi Germany all over again. And uh, folks, if you don't believe it can happen again, it's happening now. I'm scrolling back up to see if I can find that. I was just abhorred, abhorred when I saw that. I couldn't, I just, I can't fathom that. And, uh, 
I think, you know, if you live in the United States and that's what you also pack your crap and I want you to just move over there. You know, here, here we have this. That's all I want to put on there. Uh, the Houthis in Yemen accepted responsibility for launching the UAVs toward the state of Israel. This was reported according to the AFP news agency. Folks, that's an active war. And so that's what, you know, they're saying over in Israel. Here it is. I went, I went too far. 78 stars of David painting on buildings in several streets in the 14th. Um, I'm not sure how to say this. Arrondissement in Paris. Eyewitnesses said that a man who was heard speaking Arabic drew the David stars. An investigation was opened on behalf of the French Ministry of Justice. Similar events were also held in St. Vine, Aubersvillers, and St. Denis. Um, is happening. I just, I'm sorry, guys. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine, you know, people going for this. But anyway, it just makes me sick in my stomach. But uh, I do want to. I do want to put this in here. Um, Olive Tree Ministry. She also has a Telegram page, and this just popped up. And it says Philippians two fourteen to fifteen. Do all things without complaining or argument, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God, above reproach, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you appear as lights in the world, folks. Mm. It's happening. Here's some more stuff. WND appalling videos emerging from Russia show a large mob storming the Degestion Airport Sunday as Muslim men chant Allah Akbar while hunting for Jews believed to be on a flight from Tel Aviv, Israel. This is happening right now, you guys. We need to be in prayer, and I mean serious. If you have a prayer closet, wherever you go to spend your time with the Lord, if it's in your car, I don't care where you go. We need to be on our knees in prayer for Israel, for the folks, for the Jewish people right now. Those are God's chosen people. And I don't care uh, who tells you otherwise, they're lying because you can read your Bible and it will tell you straight up. Even the Apostle Paul said it. They're God's chosen people. He has not broken their covenant with them. And uh, never will he ever break his covenant with them. And whoever tells you different, they don't know their Bible. And they're, they're lost. Anyway, so we're going to get to these headlines because I am... Um, Man, I'm telling you guys, it is it it it's war, and uh, it's I think it's only going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, Israel's not going to back down; they're not going to. There's going to be no ceasefire. Like I said, they'll go in and dig them out until there is no longer a Hamas. But um, then you got Hezbollah, and then you have all these other terrorist organizations that are going to come against Israel. And when you look at the end times, Ezekiel 38 and 39, these are all Muslim countries. You know, and of course, then you have Russia and then you have China and all of this stuff. And so Bible prophecy is literally coming to life, as you could say, right before our very eyes. But let's move on. So we'll talk a little bit about some of that. Like I said, like Vladimir Putin, um, he's talking about uh, he turns on Netanyahu as he sees Israel as Russia's enemy now. And of course, God's grand finale and Leo Holman. And so... The other one is the road to another Holocaust is being paved with wokeness and apathy. So let's start with that article, shall we? After I've talked for 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's about Oliver Milanek and it's October the 30th. So at the end of World War II, the world was in shock as it had discovered the horrors of the Holocaust and had come from one of the most educated countries on the planet. Depending on how one looks at it, the Holocaust took place, uh, took place only 80 years ago or already. 
80 years ago, he says. Within the scope of human history, it wasn't uh, a long time, but when we look at man's lifespan, it helps us understand that almost all those who have gone through the horrors of the Shoah or the catastrophe uh, and survived it are now gone simply because of old age. Only a handful of firsthand survivors remain around us today, most of them uh, in their 90s, and very soon nobody will be able to hold someone's hand and turn their arm to discover the infamous tattoo of doom, the death of her of the camps and might I add that uh, you have the Hamas terrorists that have taken a Holocaust survivor. Can you imagine hostage? Anyway, I'll just have to throw that in there. So anyway, the voices of the Shoah are fading away uh, while the voices of historical re- revisionism are shouting that the Holocaust was either grossly exaggerated or never happened. Its memory is in the hands of family members of um, Holocaust victims. Uh, that is why I continue to tell the story of how my mother was hidden in the south of France after her father was taken by the Gestapo and sent to be murdered in Auschwitz, he says. Uh, some people realize early on that the horrendous organized genocide of the Jewish people had to be documented. One of these people was General Dwight Eisenhower. And we're thankful for that. I'm going to raise my desk up a little bit, you guys. Okay, so he understood the importance of documenting and remembering the Holocaust. The minute that he walked inside the camp of Ordorf, uh, as he visited his this sub-camp of Buchenwald uh, with Generals Bradley and Patton, he realized the magnitude of what he was witnessing. He immediately wrote a letter to the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General George Marshall, in which he said, quote, the things I saw beggar description. While I was touring the camp, I encountered three men who had been inmates and by one ruse or another had 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 had, I'm sorry, had made their escape. I interviewed them through an interpreter. The visual evidence and the verbal testimony of starvation, cruelty, and bestiality were so overpowering as to leave me a bit sick. I made the visit deliberately in order to be in a position to give firsthand evidence of these things. If ever in the future, there develops a tendency to charge these allegations merely to, quote, propaganda. Oliver continues, he says, as the story goes, General Patton had to excuse himself to go into a private corner and throw up at some point during the visit. Despite the commendable efforts made by Eisenhower and others, the Holocaust increasingly runs the risk of being relegated uh, to some obscure corner of history. Even worse, some would soon believe that it simply never happened. This is also why part of the process was for the U.S. military to force as many Germans as possible to witness the horrors that had taken place around them. Perpetrators and bystanders alike were faced with the results of evil in their midst. General Eisenhower would be furious and probably disgusted by today's younger generation. Their lack of interest and the lack of knowledge of the Jewish catastrophe is helping those who wish to make it disappear from history. Some schools barely touch the subject for fear of hurting the feelings of other people groups. In the meantime, the Shoah is slowly being erased one person at a time, one memory at a time, one testimony at a time. Fast forward to October 7th, 2023, when the world became a witness to the horrors of the Hamas terrorist attack on Israel. We now know that their attack was straight out of the Nazi playbook. Actually, it was more like the merging of Nazis and ISIS on steroids. Most people have been unable to watch any of the gruesome footage gathered by the IDF. How are human beings able to perform such torture on people, including very young children and the elderly? Moreover, how can anyone in their right mind even question that what Hamas did was inhuman and clearly belonged to the category of crimes against humanity? Queen Rania of Jordan has been questioning the beheading of Israeli children by Hamas in an interview with Christian 
Amanpour on CNN. Colleges and universities in the USA and other parts of the world have rallied against Israel and in favor of Hamas, putting many Jewish people at risk for their lives in 2023. This is 1933 all over again. We have turned an important corner in modern anti-Semitism. The beast has been globally unleashed and it is on a brutal rampage for Jewish lives. God forgive us. That was me. I threw that in there. To counter the irrational pushback from the media and other organizations or governments, Israeli authorities had an Eisenhower moment. They decided to show a group of journalists a 43-minute compilation of the horrors committed by Hamas on October 7th so that they would not forget. It is so sad that such an event would even have to be held, but the world must know. As difficult as these images are to look at, we must not turn our heads away lest we become the new bystanders of the 21st century. If this is the new normal for Jewish people worldwide, then we must adjust to it as well. And as believers, we must not be silent. Thousands of Hamas sympathizers have gathered all over the globe to rally against Israel in the biggest display of double standards we have ever witnessed. The Jewish people need to know that there are Christians who are ready to commit to their rescue and safety. Where is the church when pro-Hamas people are chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free or gas the Jews? The world is being split in two as we see pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian factions take sides. To be sure, not all Palestinians side with Hamas. Many of them just want to live in peace. But the lines are being blurred by biased reporting and double standards. Add to that the fact that your younger generation easily buy the lies about Israel because they have no clue about history. They are gullible victims of the propaganda spears. Considering this, 63% of millennials and Gen Z didn't know that 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust. 48% of millennials and Gen Z couldn't name one single concentration camp. 56% of millennials and Gen Z were unable to identify Auschwitz. 11% of generals and, or I'm sorry, 11% of millennials and Gen Z believe that Jews caused the Holocaust. 49% of millennials and Gen Z have seen Holocaust denial on social networks. Israel needs you. The Jewish people need you. And now is not the time to sit on the fence. Ian Kershaw said, quote, the road to Auschwitz was built by hate, but paved with indifference. To which I add, he says, the road to another Holocaust is being rebuilt by hate, but now paved with wokeness and apathy. Folks, that article was by Oliver Milnick. And truer words were never spoken, I don't think. I can't believe the United States of America, our universities, are spewing this hatred. It angers me. Mm. Makes me sick in my stomach. And I don't see how anybody could fund these universities. But you know, good news is being called out. These universities <laughs> are being held. So their donors are actually calling them out. So praise be to God for that. At least they're, at least they're waking up. Violence and extremism, these, have, these things happen to a society that calls evil good and good evil. Hal Lindsey, October 30th, harbingersdaily.com. On September the 16th in Palmdale, California, authorities say a man drove up beside a marked Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department patrol car, then shot and killed a deputy inside. The murder took place just feet away from the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. 
A suspect was arrested and pled not guilty by reason of insanity. Meeting the legal definition of insanity is not easy, but from a layman's point of view, this act sure seems insane, yet it's not unusual, not anymore. In Florida, a video shows a high school football player ripping off a fallen opponent's helmet and then beating him over the head with it. The victim's medical report remains private, but witnesses say that after the brutal attack, he showed concussion-like symptoms, including dizziness and slurred speech. Both Republican and Democratic politicians have recently been caught in horrific lies and in actions that demean our country. My point is not to enter uh, the political fray, so I won't name them. My point, he says, is that even in the highest levels of government, regardless of whether um, of whether they uh, uh, carry the label of liberal or conservative, politicians are acting in increasingly entitled, self-centered ways. And they viciously attack anyone who questions their despicable actions. And then... There are the schools. They are not just letting kids down. They are pushing them down, pushing their heads down through the dirt at their feet. Much of the media now calls it a book ban when someone suggests we limit children's access to pornography. The head of the American Library Association describes herself as a Marxist lesbian. At the Socialism 2023 conference in Chicago, she said, quote, public education needs to be a site of socialist organizing, unquote. Hal continues, there have always been murders, violence, and extremism, but not in such overwhelming numbers as today. These are symptoms of a mental health crisis overwhelming America. Other symptoms include the number of people on mind-altering drugs, both legal and illegal, widespread depression, rising suicide rates, and the mad quest for escapism. Despite the prevalence of social media and partly because of it, people feel increasingly isolated and deeply lonely. Violence is becoming so commonplace that many ignore it and walk on by. These things happen to a society that calls evil good and good evil. Romans 1, 18 through 28 describes our situation in stunning detail. You hear me talk about that a lot, right? You guys, you know, Romans 1 culture. Anyway, uh, Al Hal continues, it talks about suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. This is done by the refusal to acknowledge God, not even giving him simple thanks. It speaks of worshiping nature rather than God. The terrible consequence of such actions means that our society is given over to vile passions and uncleanliness. The one solid tower that is America wobbles with every blow. Our children should be the happiest in the history of the world. But by every metric, they're miserable. Sadness overtakes people of all ages as they circle the drain in their vain pursuit of lavishness pleasure. Like candy for breakfast, it may briefly taste good, but it does not satisfy. America's problems are not America's alone. These evils infect every nation on the face of the earth, but our story is not over. Remember Nineveh, a nation that turned to God and instead of reaping death for its sins, received grace. And remember that as individuals and families, we can stand secure in Christ, even as society crumbles around us. Don't lose hope or walk in despair, but understand the times the Bible told us what these days would be like. In the study of end times prophecy, it's easy to look at prophecied events like an astronaut in a space station looking down on a hurricane. Living through it on the ground is a different experience. Still, we can take comfort knowing that Jesus told us about these days in advance. Keep in mind what he said in John 14, 1 and 3. Let not your hearts be troubled and I will come again. Folks, we always say again in the word, let the word of God get into you.
And I'm going to say it again. We need to get in the Word of God. And we have to let it get into us. Folks, I'm coming up on 45 minutes on this podcast. And so I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. And then I'm going to do another podcast with the remaining articles um, that I have to talk about. Um, And so that way... You know, it doesn't just draw on because if you guys like me and I listen to podcasts, by the time I'm not listening to anything, I'm not cleaning house and like, you know, whatever. Um, But these articles are important. And I do believe that we need um, we need to be paying attention to what's going on in the world today. Um, God is trying to get our attention. And um, we definitely, definitely um, need to be out there telling people about the Lord. Uh, We don't need to be in in our basement hiding from the world. No, we are called to be the salt and the light. We are to go out and tell people about Jesus. So that's what we need to do today. So I'm going to get off of here, but I'm going to be right back on when I do these other um, uh, do these other articles. And so um, I'm going to upload this guy. And while I'm uploading this podcast, I'm going to be working on the other ones, okay? So as always, may God bless each and every one of you. So get in the Word of God. The Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Wouldn't that be awesome? As I'm working on the other podcast, we're all snatched out of here. Oh, Oh, that'll be great. It can happen. Imminent, folks. It is imminent. But anyway, thanks you guys so much for listening. You know, I love you guys and I pray for you guys and I'm so thankful for you guys. So anyway, oh, I do have some new designs up on the the t-shirt or not the t-shirt, but the little, was it spread shop? I got mugs and all kinds of stuff, but there's some new designs up there. Let me know what you guys think. Okay. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys shortly. Okay. Get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.